we were just putting the final touches on our game plan and operating plan for the 2020 Live and Work in Maine Open. On top of that, 2020, March specifically, was to be a big celebration here in Portland of our 10th anniversary of Shamrock Sports and Entertainment. This is The Day That Changed Everything, a podcast series produced by Maine Biz, Maine's business news source. Every two weeks, we will post an interview with a business leader whose life was upended in one day and learn how they navigated their way back. If all great change is preceded by chaos, then this podcast series seeks to make sense of the chaos. The Day That Changed Everything is sponsored by MTI, or Maine Technology Institute, Norway Savings Bank, and Vistage. A business plan. You had one. And then you had to rework that plan and rework the rework. At Norway Savings, our commercial lending team knows that work. The nights, the weekends, the constant pivot. And since we've been there, it only makes sense to be here, helping you every step of the way, mastering the art of business. Norway Savings, live your life in color. Welcome, Maine Biz listeners. I'm Allison Nason with Maine Biz. Today, we will hear from Brian Cochran, the Live and Work in Maine Open Tournament Director and CEO and founder of Shamrock Sports and Entertainment. We will hear about his day that changed everything when he and his team had to reschedule the Live and Work in Maine Open, a Corn Ferry Tour, an event that typically hosts around 4,000 people a day. Hear his story and learn about how the tour has gotten to where it is today and the silver linings along the way. Brian, thanks so much for sitting down and talking with us today. Thank you, Allison. Thank you and Maine Biz. So to get us started here, I was wondering, Brian, if you could tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you're from. Yeah, so I'm just a, a beach boy from Old Orchard Beach, Maine. I had the blessings of traveling pretty much around the world, chasing a, war- a career in sports and entertainment. Started in college athletics after my undergrad and grad time at Eastern Kentucky, worked in college athletics. And here I'm finally home, excited to be home uh, after, uh, let's just say a long time, 25 plus years in sports and entertainment. Excellent. And so speaking of sports and entertainment, can you tell us for our listeners a little bit about Shamrock Sports and Entertainment? Sure. You know, on the heels of having some great opportunities with NASCAR and Fenway Sports Management, which is the ownership group of the Boston Red Sox, I had an opportunity to come home. So 10 years ago, uh, in 2010, we started Shamrock Sports and Entertainment. We're focused really on working with sports, entertainment, and lifestyle clients, really focusing in on sponsorship marketing, media, as well as things such as naming rights. So tell us a little bit now that we're hearing more about the PGA Tour coming to Maine. Can you tell us briefly about the PGA Tour and sort of what got you started with the great idea to bring it to to our state? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we've had, I'll call them a few pilot programs that we've enjoyed in the sports and entertainment space in our backyard. We had the America East Women's Basketball Tournament as a part of the March Madness leading into the NCAA Tournament. We've had... The PBA, uh, you know, the Professional Bowlers Association coming to Bayside in the main event that we had on ESPN. And we, as you may recall, took over the beloved Portland Pops event on the Eastern Prom uh, as a part of the uh, July 4th celebration with our friends at the PSO. And we got a little taste of live events. And about two years ago, the PGA 
tour commissioner, who was also a colleague at Fenway, called me, Jay Monahan, and said, hey, we have a great opportunity to bring a PGA Tour event to Northern New England. We've kind of been following what you're doing at Shamrock, and we think there'd be a great collaboration to be had. And here we are. We're, uh, as you know, getting ready for our first inaugural event for the 2021 Live and Work in Maine Open. What goes into bringing the PGA Tour to Maine? What are some of the fine details? Yeah, so hey, I think a lot of it comes back to three key areas. Uh, Proven uh, operator record for certainly the operational side of live events, the ability to be a trusted and tested a partner in the market in this case. Secondly, certainly the ability from a P&L perspective to provide a solid sales and marketing infrastructure, the ability to join hands and leverage relationships in the market for corporate partners, you know, and other stakeholders. Uh, certainly there's a, a million dollar plus operating budget for an event of this magnitude. So mm-hmm. um, that's a that's a critical role. And then the third thing is really um, the, uh, the bench strength. You know, uh, we will have this year in a modified landscape over 175 volunteers. And so the last and third thing is, you know, a, a connector in the community that can and recruit valued uh, volunteers to the table that play such a critical role. They really are the lifeblood of any PGA Tour event. So those volunteers. So it's it's operational strength, it's sales, marketing, and then really being a solid community connector. So can you tell us? It, so it's a corn fairy tour. Can you explain to the listeners? What, yeah, what sure. Mean? So some at home may have connections to almost thirty years ago the PGA Tour via the Ben Hogan tour, then known as the Nike tour, came to the woodlands right here in Maine. Uh, So we're happy after almost 30 years for now, what is now known as the Corn Ferry tour and the PGA tour coming back to Maine. Excellent. And so this, this means that those that participate, it looks like the top money winners each year will earn their PGA card for the full following season. Yeah. So we'll have 156 players from all over the world coming yeah. to Maine, vying for a $600,000 prize purse. The Corn Ferry Tour is the only way to get your PGA Tour card to your to your point, Allison. And we're really happy. We'll have uh, certainly some golfers from the New England area, but golfers mm-hmm. from around the world. Uh, this is the who's who's list of rising stars of golf guys like Bryson DeChambeau and Justin Thomas who played on this tour just a few years ago as fans know are now out there winning PGA tour events and including some of the very best golfers in the world and they'll be coming right here to our backyard at Falmouth Country Club June 21st through the 27th. So now that we understand a bit about what goes into bringing the Corn Ferry Tour to Maine. Brian, can you tell us about that day that changed everything for you when you had to make that tough decision about rescheduling? Yeah, so first of all, we were just putting the final touches on our game plan and operating plan for the 2020 Live and Work in Maine Open. On top of that, 2020, March specifically, was to be a big celebration here in Portland of our 10th anniversary of Shamrock Sports and Entertainment. In fact, we had the celebration all planned. We had an email communication go over the weekend, as you all recall, in that kind of March 16th was to be our 10th anniversary celebration. So for those that remember that moment, to your point, Allison, 
that Friday, you started to hear rumblings that this this COVID thing was real. It was spreading. There was, uh, you know, uh, a lot of caution. And then literally over the weekend, as you recall, certainly businesses shifted into going from uh, some cautious optimism to certainly being forewarned that offices were beginning to close down operations. I remember being in the Shamrock office that Monday, thinking how things might have been if it were not for COVID situation. And a big shout out really to the rest of our team who have just persevered this past year. I mean, it's hard to believe it's been a year. How did you go about pivoting with this event and what maybe was your change in communication process to inform all of these contacts that you've been working with? This is the new plan. You know, we're, we're having to make this change and then re relook at what we're going to do for the future. And now, now that we're in 2021 and things are looking a little bit brighter, but at that time, you know, our perspectives were totally different. In full transparency, I probably shared the same mindset a lot of people did, which was still hope and optimism that this uh, pandemic would be short-lived. Little did we know a year later here we'd be sitting, you know, faced with ongoing challenges. We were, at the end of the day, very thankful that we had, I'm just going to single out Maine Health as a really good example of a collaboration that, you know, they are on the front lines in every fashion in our communities and certainly care of pandemic related conditions and patients. And so we're very fortunate to have know-how or only as good as the data, the analytics to support what the rightful decisions are. And then that was accompanied by having one of the best in the business, the PGA Tour as a partner as well on best practices and what do we do? Um, and it wasn't at all a consideration, you know, do we, do we make, a way, you know, for this to happen in 2020. We didn't want to be tone deaf to the world we're living in. And we collaboratively created an, a game plan pretty quickly and announced probably sooner than I would have liked that we would be uh, pushing this to 2021. It needed to be done right. It needed to be done safe. And the only way that we were going to meet the expectations of all stakeholders and and, and keep people safe is to push it to this year. And Excellent. We're now going to take a short break and hear from some of our sponsors, and we'll return with Brian Cochran from Shamrock Sports and Entertainment. As the CEO or owner of a small or mid-sized business in Maine, you've got the weight of the world on you. But what if you didn't have to go at it alone? What if you could journey with an elite team of peers who've got your back and an experienced guide who knows the lay of the land? With that level of support, how far could you go? For more than 60 years, Vistage, the world's leading executive coaching and peer advisory organization, has been helping leaders reach new heights. Learn more at Vistage.com. That's V-I-S-T-A-G-E.com. Rather than look at them as a negative, look at them as a positive. How can we create priceless experiences where either companies or groups can actually be a very valued part of the tournament experience. Welcome back. We're here with Brian Cochran, CEO of Shamrock Sports and Entertainment and the tournament director for Live and Work in Maine Open. Brian, now that all of this has happened, we've talked a little bit about the pivot for this event. Uh, are there other things that you wanna share with our listeners about how sort of you adapted and made some of these changes to get to where we are today? Yeah. 
I think, as I mentioned a little bit from a high level, you prepare for the worst and you hope for the best. Now, as we have pivoted, um, I think our team has been vigilant in really now creating priceless experiences. We went into the 2021 pivot into kind of a less is more vision for the event. I mean, up until last Friday, we were planning for six 100 to be compliant with uh, state guidelines. We were planning on six 100 person or less experiences or events within the event. I mean, the beauty, as you know, of any golf course is you have miles of acreage to leverage. So we were looking at safety first again, you know, leveraging the access to some great tournament play, the PGA. And we had an opportunity, I think, to really lean into how do we make the very most of those restrictions and rather than look at them as a negative, look at them as a positive. How can we create priceless experiences where either companies or groups can actually be, you know, a very valued part of the tournament experience? And then, you know, still realistically, it'll be not until 2022 when we're really able to take hopefully all of the restrictions and get back to what we'll call some level of normalcy for the Live and Work Main Open. Brian, what will the scale of 2021 look like then? Yeah, we're we're still preparing the Live and Work Main Open to, with safety first, have our, our own restrictions that probably go a little beyond what you know, the governor's recent restrictions uh, on, you know, the loosening that happened last Friday. And we have a, I think, a great opportunity if the state and town and others feel we can open this up as we get a little closer to tournament time. Mm -hmm. Um, But that, you know, we're, we're still, we know we're going to deliver a great experience. We're not, you know, it's, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint with this event. We're uh, expecting to, for this event, we do have a five-year agreement with the PGA Tour to bring the Live and Work I mean, open here to the to the region. And we have a great opportunity, I think, year over year to build upon that. Have your expectations changed from what you thought last year was going to look like to what you now expect this year to look like? I think in great, you know, gratitude towards our partners, I think we've all realized that the value proposition that was delivering 15,000 plus fans to the tournament I think we've found other ways to deliver as a value exchange with any good partnership, you know, whether that's in life or in this case in a golf tournament. And I think uh, as it pertains to this tournament, we could not be more grateful that Maine Health, Bangor Savings Bank and Anthem specifically share a safety first, let's do the right thing here. And one thing I should share, which is of note, instead of having a big, bold marketing and advertising campaign that's promoting this tournament coming to the market in the coming weeks will actually be announcing details around a campaign uh, entitled Drive for Kids. And it's a statewide campaign really addressing essential needs of Mainers, specifically kids and families around three core values of kids care through our partners at the Barbara Bush Children's Hospital, hunger through Full Plates Full Potential, and our friends at the American Red Cross through a blood drive statewide blood drive initiative. So, you know, kids care, food food and blood insecurity are top of mind for Mainers. We don't at this time want to be promoting a big, bold PGA tournament. We want to make sure we address the immediate needs of our communities. And so 
that is uh, something that we take great pride in with our partners um, and other stakeholders uh, at a time of need to make sure that we, uh, you know, we're all one big small town here in Maine, right? So we have to right. join hands and uh, deliver value to each other. And while we will still deliver a significant amount of value and experiences at the tournament, we certainly know there are, uh, you know, other needs for Mainers. And we want to make sure that we find ways to deliver when Mainers need us most. And then uh, definitely during a pandemic, getting people back out once once June and June happens, gosh, I can't even tell you how excited I think a lot of us are to be getting to the June and July months. So we're going to take a, a short break again and hear from some of our sponsors. Mainers have an unrivaled work ethic, an endless supply of ideas, a boundless energy to create, and the perseverance to not say it's done until it's done better than it was before. Which is why the Maine Technology Institute was created to support, nurture, and invest in those qualities and make Maine a place where ideas and people can thrive. To see how MTI supports innovation, go to maintechnology.org. That's maintechnology.org. We're gonna find ways to raise spirits and funds to the Barbara Bush Children's Hospital, Full Plates, Full Potential, and the American Red Cross via blood donors to make sure that we're playing our part and serving, you know, still the ultimate mission of driving economic, charitable, and community impact through the Live and Work in Maine Open. Well, we are back talking to Brian Cochran, CEO of Shamrock Sports and Entertainment, about the Live and Work in Maine Open. And again, remind us of the, the time frame for So it's June 21st to the 27th, 2021. Uh, the actual tournament dates are the 24th through the 27th at Falmouth Country Club. So, Brian, it's in a sense, you can handle anything now, do you feel? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, think, I think our biggest challenge, and again, it's being met by the collective group of all stakeholders, you know, Bangor Savings Bank, Maine Health, and Anthem leading the charge. You know, we set a goal of $100,000 to the Barbara Bush Children's Hospital. You know, the lion's share of that revenue is going to be driven by general admission tickets to the tournament, something at this time we're not able to serve up. So, you know, we had a charity classic last fall in a pandemic to raise over $50,000 and get over halfway to our goal. We have uh, through this drive for kids campaign, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Um, we're going to find ways to raise spirits and funds to the Barbara Bush Children's Hospital, Full Plates, Full Potential, and the American Red Cross via blood donors. Um, to make sure that we're playing our part and serving, you know, still the ultimate mission of driving economic, charitable, and community impact through the Live and Work in Maine Open. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the goal around this event and maybe any sort of secondary goals of what, what it really means to bring this to Maine? Yeah, so, you know, a little shout out to our friends at events like the TD Beach to Beacon and the Dempsey Challenge you know, events that really put the state of Maine on the global map. Um, likewise, the Live and Work in Maine Open will bring tremendous economic impact. You know, our mission is really to drive uh, economic, charitable, and community impact uh, to our great state and to the region. Certainly now at a time of great need, we have an opportunity coming off the heels of Governor Mills' positive news last Friday to certainly find ways to not only raise funds 
but in this case, raise hopes for Mainers and certainly those that have a love affair for golf. And equally, if we're doing this well, we know we're going to provide a priceless experience for people that aren't fans of golf because uh, the tournament is much larger than just a golf tournament. Lots of other festival-like experiences, certainly safety first under the conditions uh, that we're currently living in, but we'll be working very closely with state and local authorities um, to make the very best of this tournament. So we've talked a little bit about next. Can I uh, have you sort of share sort of the, we've talked about the time frame for the Live and Work in Maine Open, but you mentioned a few other events. What do you see sort of coming up next here in Maine? Yeah, so we only get one chance to start the Live and Work in Maine Open, right? So we are 110% focused on a successful inaugural event for that. We will uh, certainly continue to grow the Portland Pops July 4th beloved celebration. However, not this summer. We understand there's a difference between socially distancing thousands uh, across a golf course than there are 10 to 20,000 people on the Eastern Prom. So we are working with the city of Portland on a long-term strategic plan to expand the Portland Pops, maybe even over multiple days on the Eastern Prom around July 4th timetable. But I think our biggest opportunity. Uh, Live and Work in Maine Open will be huge, but I think Carnival Maine, you know, certainly emulating what our friends up north with Carnival de Quebec have done is such an untapped opportunity for the market at a time when the market really needs it most. So we are going to be soon unveiling some big, big plans to kind of double down on Carnival Maine. As you may recall, we had Carnival Maine over two weekends in our inaugural year late last January into the 1st of February. Uh, we're looking for that to have a statewide presence. Certainly a lot of the main events will live and breathe here in Portland, uh, but we're looking to bring this and, and have statewide impact. I think Carnival Quebec, li likewise, the, the heartbeat of that event is in the district of Quebec City, but there are events and experiences that happen statewide uh, or province-wide in their case. And so we've got I think a great blueprint of success. They've been phenomenal partners to mentor us. And we had Banom uh, himself, you know, visit us last year as a part of our kickoff celebration, uh, as a part of Maine Bi Maine's Bicentennial, which unfortunately, as we all know, is somewhat short-lived, but we have a great opportunity. You know, they delivered 30 plus million dollars of economic impact to Quebec in the month of February uh, each year. And I think we have a, a, an opportunity to match or exceed that here in the state of Maine knowing the appetite that people have for Maine's culinary and craft beer and and just our beautiful scenic coastlines, our mountains. I mean, we're kind of the best of all worlds. I think we have an opportunity to bottle that up and have a true celebration of winter with Carnival Maine being at least our best foot forward to help drive, like the tournament, economic, charitable, and community impact when, when Mainers need, need us most. Advice that you have for other leaders who have maybe experienced similar similar challenges here in the past year? Yeah, so looking at a well-known sports figure, you know, co coach uh, back with NC State used to always say, don't give up, don't ever give up. I think this is such a wake, you know, it's a wake-up call this, this past year. Don't, uh, life is short. Let's all stay vigilant. We don't know. I think this was a reminder also of how blessed we are to live and work in Maine. And the fact that um, while we certainly felt the impact of the pandemic and our families did, I think 
we're very blessed and fortunate to do what we love and love what we do in such a great place. The Day That Changed Everything is a production of Maine Biz. Find out more about this podcast and other Maine Biz media products at mainebiz.biz. The Day That Changed Everything is sponsored by MTI, or Maine Technology Institute, Norway Savings Bank, and Vistage. The Maine Biz podcast team includes Donna Broussard, Allison Nason, Renee Cordes, Maureen Milliken, Will Hall, and Andrea Tetzlaff. Audio editor and producer is Chris Sedanka. Logo and marketing designer is Matt Selva. Subscribe at mainebiz.biz or via iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Copyright 2021.